Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today I'm going to discuss why it's so important to hold your private key when you purchase cryptocurrencies in a retirement account like a self-directed IRA. Um, there's a lot of confusion as to how one holds cryptocurrencies. So I'm going to kind of go through just a quick step-by-step uh, -step so people understand it. The reason I want to do this podcast is because there are companies out there that are requiring their clients uh, to give up the private key uh, and the actual crypto, for example, the Bitcoin, when they uh, purchase the cryptos through this, the company or a broker of the company or the custodian. So I want to just bring out some of the, the risks involved in that and talk about some, some potential options uh, going in a different direction if you want to use cryptocurrencies uh, and hold them in retirement accounts. So here's just a basic step-by-step. -step. How do you set up a self-directed IRA to buy cryptos and kind of the process for buying uh, cryptos on the exchange and then potentially moving it to a digital or hard wallet or a paper wallet, and what are some of the pros and cons? So step one, you set up a self-directed IRA account, let's say at IRA Financial Trust. Step two, you do a rollover uh, of your retirement funds into the into the uh, 401- IRA custodial account, excuse me. Step three, we'll set up a special purpose LLC, and the reason we set up these LLCs, I'll get to in the middle, in, to a in a minute, is so you can hold the private key. The private key is basically your ATM PIN, your bank account password, your keys to your front door in your house. You need to keep that if you want to control the cryptos. If you give that away, that person can steal your cryptos, just like if so you give someone your ATM card with a PIN, that person can take your money. So th that's why the LLC is used. It's really a private key wallet control uh, special purpose LLC uh, where it gives you, the manager of the LLC, the control over the cryptos. Um, so I'll talk about that in a second, why the LLC is so vital. And if you don't use the LLC, you're really regulate, relegated to using the custodian and a brokerage services in the custodian and then some vaults that you um, don't know much about to hoard, hold the cryptos. The problem with cryptos is they don't just hold the cryptos. Cryptos is not a tangible product like a coin or a coffee cup uh, or a piece of gold. It's code. It's just a list of numbers and letters. So once someone has that, which is the Bitcoin address, the the Bitcoin address comprises of a private and a public key. The private key is basically the keys to your front door. The public key is your house. So everyone knows where your house is. That's not a big deal. You can Google where you live. People can drive by your house. They can see the house. That's the public key. The private key is the keys to the front door. Once you give someone your, your private key or the keys to the front door, they can open the door, walk in your house, and take whatever they want. It's very similar to cryptos. Once you give away your private key, that person has access and control and owns your cryptos. So uh, without using an LLC, it is almost, it's very difficult to have control and really protect yourself from theft and, and hacking. So I'll talk about that in a second. But a special purpose LLC is set up. Um, you provide the LLC bank account info, which you'll uh, provide to the trust company. You can open the LLC account at any local bank. The trust company will then send uh, your funds to the LLC. You'll then open a crypto exchange account. Let's say you open a Coinbase. Coinbase, Gemini, those are the two most popular ways to get fiat into cryptos. Fiat is like U.S. dollars, cash. So in order to buy cryptos, you got to convert U.S. dollars to cash when you're starting. So Coinbase and Gemini are the more popular ones. They only have a limited number of cryptos like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, uh, Ethereum, Litecoin. So that's kind of how you have to start. So actually with Coinbase, Coinbase is an exchange and it actually holds the private keys to your coin. So you have to have some trust in Coinbase that 
um, they actually will give you the coins back when you want to sell them. Uh, Coinbase, Gemini, very well trusted. Gemini has um, you know some some additional securities in terms of insurance against what you're depositing, but you actually don't own your private key when you hold them at Coinbase. Uh, most people don't realize that. If you have one or two bitcoins, you know, or one or two litecoins or Ethereum, I guess it's not the end of the world. But if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, you probably aren't going to sleep well at night if everything's on Coinbase. If it gets hacked or it goes bankrupt like Mt. Uh, Gox, um, you may lose your investment. So what do people do? Very simply, they move the coins on Coinbase to a digital or hard wallet or paper wallet. Uh, digital wallets, something like on an app or an online wallet, something on, online, like in the cloud, like a mycelium for digital, or you can do a hard wallet, like a, a nano ledger USB, which is actually like a USB that you hold, you physically hold it, plug it into your computer. And then you can transfer the cryptos to the hard wallet and the hard wallet will give you a private and public key. So, um, you can then transfer them back to Coinbase to buy new cryptos or sell the cryptos, or you can transfer them from a hard wallet to another exchange if you want to buy Ripple, for example, or you can transfer them on a hard wallet to someone else's hard wallet if you for an exchange of goods or services. So you, once you're in the hard wallet, you can do a tons of, of different transactions. Uh, it also gives you a whole lot more security because it's not on Coinbase. You actually own your private key. So um, when you're transacting the mining and block, the, blo the miners can actually verify the private key belongs to the public key and that uh, it will become part of the blockchain as a permanent transaction. So pretty uh, important, I think, to hold your cryptos on a digital uh, online or hard wallet or even paper wallet, which is totally offline. Uh, I think it's risky to hold it on the exchange. Again, if you have one or two little co coins for a few thousand bucks, maybe it's not the end of the world, but anything more significant, you definitely want to have a wallet, I think. And that's why the LLC is so important. As the manager of the LLC, you can, own, you can hold your own hard wallet, plug it into the computer, hold the cryptos on your hard wallet. Clearly, you want to separate and make sure that hard wallet is only being used for the cryptos in your IRA and not personal cryptos. You just want to make sure everything's clean. Even though there's no IRS guidance on this, I think it's a lot safer to have a separate wallet for each personal or retirement account cryptos. But if you don't use an LLC, you gotta be you gotta use a full service IRA custodian who will then uh, get you involved with a broker who will take high commissions when you buy your cryptos, and then they're gonna buy the cryptos and they're gonna sell the cryptos. And if you wanna sell or buy, you gotta call them, and they're closed on the weekends and holidays and after hours, and you have no control. It's not on your phone. It's not on your computer. You don't even have your private or public key. Uh, I was speaking to a client of mine, uh, actually, uh, who's an attorney who in, uh, a couple months ago decided to buy bitcoins, or I think in his case it was actually Ethereum, and he did it through one of these uh, brokers, these other IRA custodians, and he didn't really understand how the process worked, so he didn't really know what a private key or public key was or, or bitcoin address. He had no idea. So he actually uh, went about and bought the Ethereum through them. They took a nice commission. Um, and then he did some research and he was reading and the first thing he read is don't ever give away your private key. So he called up the custodian and said, where's my private key? And he said, well, we have it. He says, well, what does that mean? Uh, that means you can just go to Mexico with my cryptos or someone in your uh, company can steal it or if there's a fire, I lose it. And I said, no, it's in, a, it's in a vault, it's safe. He says, you know, I feel safer if I have my private key. I, I wouldn't give the front, uh, you know, my house keys to someone. I wouldn't give my ATM code, pin code to someone. I wouldn't give my bank account online password to someone. Why would I give you my crypto private keys? That's ludicrous. 
that's like setting up a IRA uh, brokerage account with Fidelity and giving them their your password so they can steal all your money. It doesn't make sense. So what is happening is a lot of these clients are realizing that, hey, I need my private key. If I don't use an LLC, it's very difficult to, ha to keep my private key, have it controlled, have the USB in my pocket or the digital wallet on my phone. I need more control. And that's why they're looking at the LLC as the vehicle to give them the control. As a manager of the LLC, they can simply open a crypto exchange account. Very simple to do. We can actually help you do it. And then from there, they can go digital, online, hard wallet, and have control, sleep well at night, knowing they actually hold the private key to the cryptos. It, it's really uh, uh, you know, shocking that some of these other companies are, are taking the risk. I mean, I, as an attorney, I, I would never advise a client who is a custodian to, to actually hold the cryptos, <laughs> take possession of the private key, uh, that, I think that's just an enormous amount of risk. It's, it's reckless, negligent. Um, I would not put a, my clients through it. I think it's, it's just too much risk the way cryptocurrencies are going now, the volatility, the theft involved, the hacking. We've seen examples of it. Um, so I think it's best personally. I know for myself, I've, I've slept well at night knowing that I have my private key. I, I know I own my cryptos. In my retirement account, I hold the private key, and that's all I care about uh, because ultimately that's going to uh, allow me to open – the door and uh, or the vault and decide if I want to buy more or sell, uh, but at least I own it rather than praying that the person that holds my private key is honest. Um, anyways, again, I hope you really understand the, the main point of this um, podcast to really explain what a private key, a public key is, how to buy crypto in an IRA, LLC, how easy it is and why the LLC is a really great vehicle uh, for the control of the wallet. Um, that is crucial when you buy cryptocurrencies. Unlike real estate, uh, where you, actually, you, of course, want the deed, in cryptos, you need the private key. Without the private key, you have nothing. You don't own anything. Uh, so it's like oh, having real estate, but someone waking up the next morning and someone comes and knocks on your door and says, uh, get out of your house. And you say, what do you mean? You say, well, here's, I own the deed. Here's my name's on the deed. Get out, of your, get out of the house. It's kind of the same thing. You wake up one morning and you call the custodian. And you say, well, send me my cryptos. And they say, uh, we don't have them. So we got hacked. So if you own the private key, you can, you can take precautions to protect yourself, like a hard wallet or a paper wallet or a digital or online wallet. Without it, you have to rely on third parties to hopefully be safe and secure. Not saying they won't be, not saying they're not honest. I'm just saying there's an added level of risk that you may want to consider taking or not taking. For me, it's, it's a risk I don't need to take. I'd rather have control over it. No one's forcing you to use that approach. The LLC is very well tested. It's been done, used for over 20 years for real estate and other transactions, and it's really a great suitable solution for cryptos. If you are a trustworthy person and want to use the custodian and a broker and you feel more comfortable, all the power to you. But you got to understand the risks because they are grave and they are uh, very prevalent. Uh, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Uh, three, uh, if you want to, you know, email me, adamb at irafinancialgroup.com, adamb at irafinancialgroup.com. Check us out at irafinancialgroup.com. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening.